Thank you for listening to Pow Block Podcast, the flagship Nintendo podcast of Boss Rush Network. Do you need even more gaming and entertainment in your life? Head over to BossRush.net where you can find news, reviews, creators, podcasts, and more focused around the content you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nintendo Pop Black here on Boston's Network. I'm your host, the Enlightened Insider, ADV. Joining me is the Gallivating Galatrat himself, Mr. Chico Taylor. Hey, Ed. What's going on? It's going good. Uh, no dad jokes today? No, no, no dad jokes today. I've, I've, I've missed so many of them. I, I just I just had to stop it. It's, it's... I won't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We got the Indie Insider himself, the one, the only, Mr. Dan Murphy. Hello, everybody. Yes. And we have a special guest from another Zelda podcast and part of the Boss Rush writing team. It's a sophisticated and sensational motivator himself. Mr. Shane Kelly. Well, hello, everyone. Yes. Uh, Happy you, and your, you and your soothing voice and your inspirations every day. I'm just like, ah, oh, he is just so <laughs> encouraging. Um, Someone so. has to be. Yeah. Yay. Um, so how are you guys? How was your weekend, Shane? Um, a little busy. Uh, my daughter was not feeling good. My wife wasn't feeling good, so... I was running around doing everything, keeping everybody happy, and um, trying to think. I, I cooked a lot, so I got a few things on my list uh, for Snack Tendo. And um, I think what else I did? Uh, I played some games somewhere in there. So. Yes. Dan, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. I um, I didn't do anything. I just relaxed all weekend, and it was great. Actually, mostly just played uh, Shimagami Tensei mo- all weekend, but yeah, that that's literally it. Mm. Yes, Jacob, how was your weekend? My weekend's really good. I hung out with uh, I hung out with EXP EXP Cast EXP Podcast. Um, nice. Uh, got slightly intoxicated. Did community game night with the Otter Kingdom <laughs> community, um, and then. Cleaned. I did a lot of cleaning because I've got a really good friend of mine uh, flying in from New York tomorrow morning. And I've got the next two days off, and uh, we're just going to hang out, play games, chill. It'll be a lot of fun. So, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Very excited about that. Awesome. I, uh, besides outside of work and uh, purchasing Shin Megami Tensei uh, 5, um, I kind of splurged a little bit. So I, uh, of course... I pre-ordered my Pokemon, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl for this Friday. Uh, but I also pre-ordered Halo Infinite for Series X. And then I bought an Xbox wireless headset for $94 some dollars. Oh my so god. I had to spend about $400 over the weekend. <laughs> oh, nice. So uh, my headset for my Xbox is going to come in Hopefully, I think Wednesday or hopefully tomorrow. Uh, probably by the time you guys see this, I will have it. Um, I, it was on sale for like $89. So, oh, I'm, nice. and this is normally like 100 And I'm just like, oh, wow. Excuse me. 
And I bought it from the Microsoft store, so I'm excited to receive it from them. And I cannot wait to hear it because, um, like I said, I got these Sony ones dedicated to my Switch that I love. And I want to hear what these uh, wireless headsets for my uh, Xbox is going to do because I want to hear Forza Horizon 5. I want to hear the music. And I kind of was on YouTube searching one of the playlists, one of the uh, radio stations, and they have Levitating by Dua Lipa. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this is good. And then I checked out some other songs, and I was just like, oh, no, these are doing nothing for me. So I'm kind of <laughs> concerned. Uh, like, I, I want to hear the music while I'm driving and everything, because I'm kind of concerned that, yes, Forza Horizon 5 is a great game. But I think it's going to the soundtrack is going to be a suffer to me because Forza Horizon Four soundtrack is so good all around, and I don't know if this is going to be so. I, I want to see it in my big TV. I want to hear these uh, beats and these songs, and just like hear this astrodynamic three point one stereo surround sound. Like I want to hear all of this crystal clear stuff before. Um, you know, 2022 happens and like the big games come out and stuff. So, um, and then I'll get one for PlayStation 5 whenever I get a system. But yeah, I kind of splurge uh, this weekend. I'm so excited for Pokemon though. Yeah, man. Me too. Me <laughs> so, too. It's so exciting. But with that, everybody, we're going to get into Snack Tendo. Jacob, what have you been snacking on? Yeah. So, um, Sunday went no Saturday when I was when I after I uh, hung out with Josh and Stoy on EXP cast uh, getting slightly intoxicated I got I got really hungry and um, went and got there's this place that's like two minutes away from my house and it, it's called Rusty Rooster they sell fried chicken and like your basic southern you know mm. fixing foods so like macaroni and cheese uh, collard greens things like that. So I got some spicy chicken tenders and macaroni and cheese and country gravy and like just absolutely devoured that. It was like the perfect soaking up all the alcohol food. Um, and then because it's getting colder, because it's the fall and winter seasons now, uh, I've started to eat um, like some vegetable pot pies and my family always makes this th stuff called hamburger stew, which is like um, just hamburger and... Um, tomatoes and onions and celery and all sorts of different carrots mm. all sorts of stuff just cooked up in a stew that my dad makes and like me and my sister and my brother he'll make like a huge vat of it and then we'll all go like get like our own little buckets of it and take it back home and and eat it throughout the the week um it's a it's a taylor taylor family staple so i'm excited about that because it's now that it's getting cold it's it's good to eat uh, warm mm. foods Yes. Awesome. Shane, what have you been snacking on? Well, uh, just have to disclaim that I had uh, some peanut butter and jelly uh, wine before I hopped on here. Wait, no, uh, wait, what? what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. What? So, so there was some in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I got to try this. So I took a you know shot full of it before I sat down here. Um, we'll see uh, where it takes me. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, also, uh, tea I'm drinking right now. Um, it's uh, this whiskey tea. Ooh. So my wife got this, and um, you know, it tastes tastes like tea. So <laughs> I I have no uh, 
I don't think my uh, palate is very uh, broad when it comes to tea, so I can taste mint and I can taste this. So, <laughs> um, a couple weeks back was my tenth uh, anniversary with my wife, and um, I had uh, thank you. I had uh, made her a dish. Um, it's an Asian sweet and spicy turkey uh, rice, and mm. that was like. Um, Ground turkey mixed with brown sugar, uh, tamari, uh, sesame seed oil, ginger, red pepper flakes, um, minced garlic, and then fresh cilantro on it. So we really liked it, but we felt like something was missing. So I tried it again on Friday, and I added broccoli to it and green onions. And um, then on the side, I made like a five mushroom blend uh, soaking in butter and olive oil, minced garlic and green onion. And I let that stew for a little bit and then uh, add it all together on the rice and uh, perfection. So, yeah. Well, Dave, yeah. if that's what you make for your wife, Shane, how do I apply to become your wife? I would like to. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, first, we have to move to Utah. Okay. Okay. Um, right. And then, down. Uh, then uh, there's there's a couple <laughs> checks you have to send uh, in, installments. Okay. And, uh, I'll tell you how much and okay. who to make right. it out. To. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, was that all, Shay? Oh, I think so. <laughs> all right, Dan. What have you been snacking on? So I have a I have a sad snack tendo. Um, so my fiance and I go to this place. They um, it's like our favorite place to get cocktails. It's like downtown near us. Um, so like we go out to dinner in the same kind of area and uh, we like to like do a after dinner drink here. So we've attempted to do dessert here a couple times and it's been really bad. And uh, cheesecake is like one of my favorite desserts ever. So we ordered a cheesecake and it came out on a plate and it was just like three dollops of like the filling yeah. with no crust on it. It just had like little grams sprinkled on top and it was just so bad like why why would you ever order a cheesecake and expect that like i want so, the actual cake <laughs> so the cheesecake was on the plate and the graham crackers was on top of it for like decorations yeah it was more of a decorative it was like three dollops like it's the size so of probably a golf ball maybe even huh. a little smaller of like the cheesecake filling and um like a little bit of graham crackers just sprinkled on top it was the most bizarre thing i've ever had it was the biggest disappointment in cheesecake history it sounds like they deconstructed yeah cheesecake. that's what i was gonna say and i don't think that... anyone should ever and... deconstruct cheesecake yeah right or at least and... give like some sort of crunch to it right mm. yeah right or like put some sauce, some strawberry sauce or something. Like give it some pizzazz. That well, that there was like a uh, little apple cinnamon glaze on the plate too. But I don't know. The whole thing just didn't work for me. So I will now go find a different cheesecake out in the wild. Yep. <laughs> you always there's always Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee does make some bomb cheesecakes. I don't know why. <laughs> so uh, well, Ed, what about you? So I, uh, of course, had some Chipotle and Domino's and all of that stuff. Um, n nothing too big. It's just work stuff. Um, but I picked this up 
from, and I think we sell it. This is Bailey's Original Irish Cream Chocolate Truffles. It's not alcoholic. It's candy. Oh. Uh, milk chocolate what? filled with Bailey's flavored ganache. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. It's not, it's, not, it's not bad. Nice, fancy kind of thing. You, could li- you probably could f- uh, put a bottle in this and carry it in to work and put some alcohol and stuff like that. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. I was just someone asked me uh they was curious uh about it cuz they wanted like me to try it. So I'm like, "Okay, I'll get it and try it." And it's not bad. It's really good. Um there is some Reese's pieces brittle candy. Reese's pieces. No. Uh, do not <laughs> start this. I listened to that whole segment. Do not start this. <laughs> There is some there is some Reese's uh, peanut butter uh, riddle <laughs> uh, that some people do want me to try, but I'm going to wait. Uh, 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 then we got the Hershey Kisses uh, cherry filled Hershey uh, Hershey's um, so good. I just love when those when they bring that out. Just I can't wait to uh, pick up a bag. It was a little bit expensive, so I haven't started my like Hershey like buy in just yet. Um, but yeah, but I was telling the guys that uh, there's a place called Poke Bros Hawaiian, and um, I cannot wait to taste it. I had a store version of a Poke Bowl, but it wasn't all that. So I can't wait to try this place out and um, really get some people's suggestions. So if you guys want to know, uh, let us know at Block Podcast on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, let us know on our Discord and to the Podblock. Uh, I want to know what Pokeball I should look forward to that I should make. And uh, I'll give it a good old try. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I forgot to get my Detroit style pizza from Pizza Hut Friday. I was going to get that. It was just like, uh, I forgot to get the pizza. So, because um, I kind of like that Detroit style. I'm 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 becoming a big fan of it, uh, yeah. and I kind of do want to go to Detroit because uh, I know some people up there, uh, Asa Green. Um, uh, WSD and beyond Nick and Evan like I know them uh, up there and they they know the spots for some Detroit style pizza so I can't wait to taste it so I'm excited um, with that but everybody that has been our snack tender we're gonna get to the gang fact the best Jacob take it away yeah so GTA collection uh, just released on the Nintendo switch and I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit about Grand Theft Auto in that series um, for the Game Fact Advance this week, I was doing a little bit of research on it, thinking that I might be able to find, because I really don't know a whole lot about it, but thinking that I might be able to find that it originated on NES, or on a Nintendo console, but I found something kind of similar, but not quite, in that Grand Theft Auto has only ever released on Nintendo handheld systems the switch included being that it is a handheld and a home console um there's only been i want to say it's five real quick uh yes five grand theft auto games that have released on nintendo the very first one grand theft auto released on the game boy color grand theft auto 2 also released on the game boy color yeah game boy color not nes game boy color not even snes which would have made way more sense um Grand Theft Auto Advance, which was made exclusively for the Game Boy Advance. 
Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, which released on PSP and DS. And then finally, mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, released on Switch. So it has never come to an exclusively home console for Nintendo, which I thought was really interesting. I, I didn't think that that would be the case. I, I really thought that if I'd looked into it, GTA would have gotten its start on the NES, SNES. Um, well... But yeah, because not. Yeah, because Grand Theft Auto One and Two are actually arcade games, where you're just driving a car around they, for a, for a second. They are. The other thing that I learned was that so Grand Theft Auto, everything from Grand Theft Auto all the way up to Grand Theft Auto, um, right before Grand Theft Auto Three, um, are considered the two D series. Grand Theft Auto Three, all the way up to Grand Theft Auto Five, or right before Grand Theft Auto Five, is considered the three D series, and then Grand Theft Auto Five is considered the HD series. Okay. So it, it, I don't know. It's had a very strange, a very so, strange past with Nintendo. So this collection is the first three D. Uh, Grand Theft Auto's on a Nintendo system. It, it is. It is indeed. It is the mm -hmm. first yeah. 3D. Although I guess technically the DS one was like 3D, but it was like the isometric top-down yeah. angled 3D. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of people were they was concerned because they were just like, "Why are you bringing Chinatown to the DS?" Yeah. Um, you know. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, That's cool. We all. And we're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto on Switch. <laughs> Trust oh, <we> me. <laughs> yes, because it is time for Femi News. Dan, take it away. All right. Uh, first up, um, just a quick note. Here's a few notable releases coming up this week. I think it'd be fun to kind of just throw out some... Um, upcoming releases going forward uh tuesday we have a release of wild at heart on switch this is an adventure puzzle storybook fantasy game in which you join two young runaways to unravel mysteries um that's an indie game it looks pretty cool uh thursday is blood rain uh revamped this is a hack and slash from 2002 kind of getting a revamp on the switch um I don't know. If, I've never heard of it. Have you guys heard of that one? It's not good. Don't buy it. <laughs> it so I, I told this story on EXP cast. Um, when I worked at GameStop, we pennied out new, brand new, unopened copies of that game because no one was buying them. Like, wow, I really don't. Awesome. I don't know who this HD remake is for. <laughs> I, I'm very confused. <laughs> Maybe it's wow. for the people that liked Popeye. Maybe, um, maybe. <laughs> and then Friday is the big release of uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So um, I know we got some Pokeheads here. So uh, I, I, I'm i still debating if I'm going to pick that up. But uh, are you guys picking up more than just Pokemon? Or what are you guys getting? Just Pokemon. So I, yeah, I'm just doing Pokemon because of Halo Infinite for next month and Bright Age next month. So nope, No Pokemon for me, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the fence. I kind of want to get it, but uh, I, I'm kind of backlogged right now. I think that'll be one of those down the road if I have nothing else to play. You can live yeah. vicariously through me, Dan. You can, I, yeah. I, yeah. I think I'll live vicariously through everyone. So <laughs> I did that for Metroid Dread. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Same here. I didn't buy that either. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, 
All right, so next up, we got the uh, GTA collection released, and they're having some pretty big issues. Uh, looks like the graphics are off, the physics are off, and the lack of music has been underwhelming. Um, it seems like Rockstar lost a few licenses to all the music, so the music is quite different. Um, the reception on these games has been so bad that they pulled the plug for the PC version. So... I didn't pick it up. I actually haven't really been following this much. Um, but what do you guys think? Did they? Did Rockstar put not enough love into it? Did they release it too early? Or did they just get a cash grab? Um, and another thing to note, too, is they showed no gameplay trailers before this released as well. So they must have known that it was bad, right? Um, uh, kick, kick it off, Ed. So this, uh, the people who ported this one did the port version of the mobile games. So Rockstar really didn't have no hand into this, in this one. Uh, I've been watching some videos where the voice acting is kind of like garble and it's dark. Um, I didn't know that it was missing tracks and stuff. Um, I've been seeing some bugs and everything. So it kind of feels like this game was, I don't want to say rushed or anything, but I, you can actually tell that Rockstar really didn't have no hand in this. It, it kind of felt like they gave it to the people who ported uh, this to mobile and gave them some money, and there was no time to test it or anything. Because are all um, the are the issues on all three games, or is it just one? Um, uh, it's on all of them. Gotcha. Yeah, because. Uh, the like some of the character models even in San Andreas they look off, uh, so it's it's just been a big mess uh, for this whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't, so I don't, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the rain in there. Um, yeah, I watched a video of the rain and it, it's so distracting, you can't really see the road, <laughs> and it's it, when it's nighttime at least, and it's it's hard to follow your map because it just, it's, it's almost like you're looking in lights coming at you almost while you're driving because the rain is like pure white and it's coming down in like rectangles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 even the shooting mechanic is off. Like even sometimes it will auto target and then not auto target. Um, and this is supposed to be on Unreal Engine 4 um, because it was on a different engine when it was on PS2. And so, Looking at it, it's just like I don't know what they did. It it just looks a complete mess. And I was gonna plan on getting this game, but Shipman got Tensei took top uh priority. And then when I started hearing all the news for it, I was just like, Oh, now I can't wait for this game. Nice. Jacob, you got anything on this? I don't. I I barely played a little bit of GTA San Andreas when it first came out um through my brother my old my older brother and i've played gta 5 and i really enjoyed gta 5 but i know i have no nostalgia for this and that's really what this is is like people who are nostalgic for it i'm sure will still get some fun out of it they'll get that they'll get mm -hmm. that itch scratched a little bit but like it's unfortunate but it really the especially the fact that i didn't know that they didn't show gameplay at all before before it got released like the fact that that they absolutely knew that this was not going to go over well. Um, mm -hmm. 
and I would be shocked if they didn't, because like I don't, I don't think that they turned a blind. I, I well, I do think that they turned a blind eye to it. I don't think that they were unaware. I think that they chose to be like, well, just release it and we'll deal with the aftermath and then keep on keeping on. Yeah, I think. I mean, was... this. Go ahead, Ed. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think it's because it was a surprise announcement, and it was so close to release that no one didn't expect it or anything. Um, because, like, of course, you would you would expect that if they're gonna bring this game out, they would have did it like maybe three months in advance, like in August or something, and be like and kind of build it up. But no, mm-hmm. they announced it what in October, I think, and they were just like, yeah. Because uh, they didn't even <laughs> give us a date when they first announced it. And then, yeah. like, the second trailer, they announced the date, and it was just like, oh, it's coming that soon. So people are, are assuming that once it's released, you know, I could go and get it and pick it up and everything. And no one expected all of these problems. Um, people started calling it the Cyberpunk 2077 and <laughs> uh, 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 tw- uh, 2021. And so, and, and I, I completely agree that is <laughs> cyberpunk was a brand new game they're taking i'm sorry and they, they did gta didn't look good to begin with it didn't it, they weren't working off of some incredible graphics that were like mm. super super amazing they were working off of playstation one and two graphics to start like yeah so this is what i was just going to jump in and say before was like you know it, they're they're remaking and emulating these 20 year old games, 25 year old mm-hmm. games, and people are complaining about it. But it's like, you know, when you're emulating a game from 1996 or 1998, like the shadows are different mm-hmm. versus a CRT TV and a flat screen TV. And people are upset about that, but they think it's like the way the emulation is. Or it's like they're taking games like these GTA games with piss poor graphics and giving you piss poor graphics <laughs> and like and then it's like complain 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 so it's like should companies continue to make these like bring back these older games and just hear complaints or i mean i don't know it just it, it's in my opinion it seems mostly petty um like you're not playing gta 3 for the graphics right yeah, I, I think no. I think that I think that was been the thing that no one is complaining about the graphics. Everybody's complaining about the bugs and the technical issues. So that's why they're connected into the cyberpunk thing. I've seen and complaints about the graphics. Yeah, I've seen the mostly graphics. complaints about graphics. Yeah, I think I think if you're going, there's something about Nintendo themselves that they have set a high bar for doing a remaster game. Um, you know the way that we've seen Skyward Sword that people complained about that and the price and stuff and then you get it and it's a beautiful game and everybody's enjoying it we don't know how you take about that but then you look at Wind Waker you, uh, and you even look at Link's Awakening on Switch it's that these older games that people are you know being reintroduced to or introduced for the first time they're seeing that high quality of a game and they've seen the effort and the time and development that they put on it. So when the third party like Rockstar don't equal up, don't measure up to that level, it becomes a problem for our gamers. Then they're going to make their voice be heard about it. Yeah. It just surprises me because Rockstar's got a high pedigree with, with especially GTA 5. Um, why wouldn't you step in and monitor uh, this company and give them the help they need to make it a good standard game 
uh, with without these bugs. Yeah, if it, mm-hmm. if they had a deadline, um, do like Nintendo, delay it. Um, you're you you would have sold tons of these. Um, it the the three prior games are excellent, um, and it would have printed money itself if it had been you know decent. So. Um, I think it's it's uh, looks bad on Rockstar, looks bad on this third party company. Uh, so I, I don't feel bad for them if they didn't do this stuff. So, cool. uh, anything else, guys, or do you want to jump to the next topic? Let's move Let's on. Let's go to the next topic. All right. So, um, Nintendo was dethroned as the highest-selling console in September. This was a streak that lasted 33 months where they had sold the uh, most units. It's not by dollar amount. But it came down to the uh, PS5. But it regained its top spot in October with the release of the new OLED model. Um, Is this surprising to you that Nintendo fell off for a month? And do you think they're going to keep this torrid pace and set another streak and probably be top top dog for a little while more of a supply chain issues um and you got to take into account too this is going into the fifth year of its life cycle where and it's still going to go up um it, what do you guys think of this one i called it i when when we first talked about how it nintendo got dethroned finally in september i was like yeah but it's september the oled comes out the first part of october nobody's gonna buy it what like a couple months i think my exact words were a couple months before sure because you might just be impatient but one month before i no just wait just wait for the new one to come out and like and that's why and that's why, exactly what it, happened that's why nintendo so so tight-lipped on on their consoles they they want to squeeze as much money out of that previous console um you know and so that's why you only have a month or less gap between announcement and release so yeah they, nintendo will nintendo will tell you that they're announcing a new console and up till the minute before that announcement they'll tell you that the old <laughs> model is still relevant and that they have no plans for a new console <laughs> like it's very much it's very much like i will be interested to see if nintendo can keep up pace again if they'll continue to rock it every month i think mm-hmm. that as things start to ease <laughs> up which I want to talk about the supply chain a little bit. The supply chain's not easing up anytime soon. We're still minimum no. six, seven, eight months yes. out. Absolutely. Um, but like as that continues to ease up, I am interested to see what the new balance of uh, sales looks like. But I really do think that they're just going to keep rocking it. Yeah, it, it's interesting that you say you know the supply issues because you know I try to get LEDs at work for for oh, tests. Oh, dude, yeah. And it takes six months. I just got some USB drives uh took me uh two three months uh after they got canceled the first time and then ordered again and i finally got three of my five i ordered so it it's it's weird uh we're we're doing spinoffs on our different products because we have to test different microchips and different relays and all this stuff on our boards because you know we have second and third stocks now trying to find you know xyz for our for our products so yeah it's rough out there in the electronics game oh yeah yeah um i think i think nintendo will have a steady pace it's really going to be up to what sony and microsoft is doing uh but i think i think 
definitely if you look at the pre-orders for OLED, I think the pre-orders were so good that when it came to October, September didn't even matter to Nintendo. They were like, we don't care. We're about to sell out and look how many OLEDs they sell to put them back in first place. So I, I kind of think, and definitely with um, last week with Switch Lite coming, the Pokemon one coming out, uh, I, I kind of think that they're going to be on their road for a good time um, until next year. Um, it, it just really depends on how many they could get out and how fast we are going to snag them up. I'm sure everybody was waiting on that Mario Kart bundle again. So. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> such man copy for every room i for real i i really think that nintendo just like for every switch that they produce they produce a mario kart bundle switch as well like they're just like we'll sell them eventually it's fine just hold <laughs> on why do i have a, i literally have a feeling they're gonna hit 40 million by the end of this year 40 uh, million mario consoles? kart a oh, mario, mario kart, kart. Probably. You're out of your mind. Oh, I think so too. <laughs> no, aren't they? At like, Is it? They're like. What's they're the like at thirty-eight million right now. No, I thought they were thirty-four. It's thirty-eight point eight two. Oh wow, five two something like that. Yeah, they yeah. probably will with all those Christmas bundles then. Currently complete to date is thirty-eight point seven four million. So yeah, they'll probably hit. 40 oh yeah, million. they're definitely gonna crack yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, the Zelda Game and Watch released last week. They've been doing these for the uh, anniversaries. Did you guys pick one up, and what'd you guys think of this? So no, I did not pick it up. Um, I didn't. Uh, when I got my shipment, I'm to say I just picked it up from Best Buy and walked out the store. I didn't even search. So um, I'm going to pick up one a little bit later. Uh, so, but right now, I didn't pick one up yet. <laughs> for those listening yeah. at home we're all holding up our game and watches except I, for ed i um <laughs> i i did not i did not pick mine up becca got hers i had to cancel my pre-order um in order to get becca a copy of pokemon diamond um oh yeah. oh how I'm, chivalrous yeah i'll pick it <laughs> yeah. well so like my thought process was was you know i still see the mario ones constantly every time i go to the store i see a mario game and watch somewhere and so i was like well i guess that's fine i'll you know i'll get it eventually but it's been man she taunted me though because we were on the phone and she turned it on and immediately started playing Link's awakening which is my favorite video game of all time much less just zelda like it's just favorite video game and like i could hear the music and i was like this is not I was like, I just I start can't. foaming at the mouth. Yeah, was so <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, this is this isn't what that's, I agreed to. That's definitely your Otter Knight showing through right there. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's fun. It's yeah, good. I, I think these things are awesome. I so I like have I have it just propped up on my work desk desk with the clock on, yeah, um, yeah. which I think is so cool, like a cool little addition. Um, I don't really play the game and watch part, but like. Playing Link's Awakening on another platform for me makes me so incredibly happy. Um, I just mm-hmm. love this game, man. So, I like, I don't, for whatever reason, I've just been like really craving playing the original version of it. So this mm-hmm. couldn't have come at a more perfect time for me. I was just sitting there yesterday watching football, playing Link's Awakening. Got through two two temples, <laughs> and it's but, it is the original version too, right? It's yeah, not DX yes. with color. It is like OG. Correct. Oh yeah! Oh, dude, that's so good. I can't my, wait. My uh, 
my daughter just picked it up and started playing it. She's four, and I just watched her playing it, and she did. She was just going around looking for things, and I, it amazed me because I'm like, I, you know, this is this is how I started out, but I played Zelda too, so uh, I'm happy for her that she started with uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, <laughs> so. Link's Awakening was actually my first Zelda game. It's okay. the reason I love it so much is because it's the perfect like mesh of quirky but slightly difficult but there there's the fun exploring aspect of it but it still kind of holds your hand a little bit but not yeah. a whole lot mm. um like it's just it's just it's, such a good game it's well yes. well designed and and just uh you know I like the trading sequence and you know it's just good music so yeah it's just it's it, it's like the perfect Zelda game. It's like every good thing that Zelda does packed into one game. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just awesome. So, um, and I, I, I that... actually really like these little game and watches kind of anniversary things. I know people yeah. always want more. They want like every frigging Zelda game ported to switch, but like, this is, I think these are kind of really cool collector's items and I'm always oh, yeah. going to get one for a series. I like, can I get one for six golden coins for Super Mario Land 2? I love that game. That would have been would... fantastic. I so good. I hate to say it, but I don't think they're gonna. I think this is it. I think they're done with the game and watch series. <clears throat> I think I go ahead. I I was gonna say I I don't I don't think I should change that. I would really like to see Pokemon Red and Blue on one of these things. That would, that be, would cool. be like the best seller ever. I mean, they could even sure go. They awesome. could even go as far as getting gold and silver on there too. Like they could do like <sighs> they could do like yellow and crystal, or red, blue, and crystal, or yellow and gold and silver. Like they could easily do something. But how I don't cool think would they that will. be? <laughs> It would be so yes. cool, man. It would be like any of them. They could release anything, anything on this little $50 package. And I'd be like, yeah, why not? Give me that. That's yeah. a cool it's little. Kind of, it's uh, amazing. Like how the buttons actually feel normal. Like yeah. for such a small machine. Like I, I get these big fat fingers and like, I'm able to like play it just comfortably. So well, I'm, and- I'm very surprised that we did not get a Donkey Kong one. No, you know, don't worry. 40- That's coming. Well, you got the 40th anniversary already, and I'm surprised they didn't have something at least for that. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's coming. Maybe the new rumored Donkey Kong will have, <laughs> you know. Well, it, in a sense, this is kind of the, the new Game Boy, in a sense. Like, these gaming watches have kind of become the new Game Boy for yeah. people, you know. Um, yeah. uh, I, they look good. They look well built and designed. People are enjoying them. So I'm like, why not? I think people will spend more money if they brought out more. So when I turned this on, I was eating cereal. And I, th- I think you guys might have read this on Twitter, but I I played the Vermin game. And I was playing with one hand while eating cereal. <laughs> and I, I think I got to 179. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. So I handed it to my wife and I told her my score and i said here try to beat it and i walk away and i come back in like five minutes and i'm like oh how many times do you play well, i'm still playing the same one and i'm like oh <laughs> uh what are you at 500 something and i'm oh like oh Ooh. okay well <laughs> wow i didn't try two hands yet <laughs> not that it <laughs> oh man that's but crazy. Uh, i guess she she used to have my the the gaming watches when she was younger and uh she's like yeah i used to play the one that was like this 
like oh okay nice very (laughs) cool all right um let's move on to the last story it's uh not much of a story but sakurai uh went and picked up an xbox (laughs) so what do you guys think sakurai is playing why do you think he chose xbox over sony and should we just dive in and do some like nintendo xbox microsoft crossover (laughs) so i i think uh sakurai had a playstation 5 and he has he just picked up a series x um if you remember uh when uh fred of furry smash uh re happened um he showed his entertainment that he had all of these systems so nintendo playstation and xbox so picking this up because he's a big fan of fighters of fighting games uh, it was cool that he was actually able to get a chance to pick the system up. Um, that, that pretty much, definitely with him working uh, on Smash with Minecraft, Steve, um, it's exciting to see that he got it. Now, what's funny was that everybody started memeing, uh, memeing him, be like, oh, what would Sakurai do with a Smash game, a Smash game outside the base Nintendo games? And they were showing, like, Halo Ori, Robotnik. <laughs> I was just like, y'all's doing the most. But I think this is really cool that he got a Series X and uh, getting to explore those, those worlds of games and stuff. And probably going to get some fighting games on, there, on that system too. Awesome. Jacob, Shane, so anything for you guys? Well, I was thinking, so yeah, he must have, you know, had to talk to Microsoft a lot for you know, characters for the Xbox or from the Xbox to for Smash Brothers. Um, so I'm I'm curious if he yeah he wanted to pick one up to a support uh, their you know crossovers their their friendship um, and maybe even play the games that maybe he hasn't played that uh, are related to the characters that were put in in Super Smash Brothers. So maybe mm-hmm. he wanted uh, you know a better uh, understanding of some of the characters and then the games they came from so that's my take on that nintendo developers always what we don't what we don't understand that they'll pick up their competition or they'll pick up another platform and they'll play games on it and they'll like go in and see how things work and stuff and it would spark an idea for them to bring those ideas to back to nintendo work on their games on how to incorporate it or or like even approve it because Mm -hmm. that that's kind of how they did with uh i think breath of the wild i think they had like some idea of playing some of the ubisoft games open world games uh before uh uh, Monolith came and helped them out. Like they, they would play other games to see how they are designed and pick their brains about them. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, that was a quick story, but uh, that's it for the news, and we'll go back to you, Ed. All right. Well, before we get into Doc Mog, and because we spoke about Xbox, um, congratulations to Microsoft. Uh, for their, their 20 years of Xbox is their 20th anniversary. Um, they did a video like dedicating to a lot of players, a lot of fans. Um, they updated some of their back, backwards compatibility. Um, Halo Infinite multiplayer beta is live. Uh, and I just wanted to say 
uh, to, you know, even as a Nintendo fan, that's myself and owning a Series X. Um, congratulations to Microsoft for that. Um, being 20 years in this industry um, and providing some of the best experiences along with Nintendo and Sony. Um, they, they do a phenomenal job. Uh, and I just can't wait to see what 20 years more would do for them. Um, I'm glad that they stayed in the game and they brought the games. Uh, that changed just part of the history of Microsoft and uh, kind of part of the gaming itself. So congratulations, Microsoft. Um, if you guys want to learn more, check out uh, Arsenal X. They're going to be talking more about the 20th anniversary uh, with that. Uh, so now it's time for Doc Mode. The Game Awards put out a blank list for its Game of the Year nominations. So I thought, what would the Elite Block Ages fill it in with and why? So let's make two lists. The first one is going to be all Nintendo Switch titles, and the second one is from any console and PC games. Are you ready, Agents? Let's go! So, we're going to start with our Nintendo list. And uh, I'm going to start with you, Shane. It's going to go to you, Dan, and then it's going to go to you, Jacob, and then me. Uh, We're going to start with number six. Ooh, what about uh, honorable mentions? When are we going to throw those in? We'll do the honorable missions at the end. Okay. Yes. Can I make a disclaimer? (laughs) I've only played 10 2021 games completed. And uh, out of those 10, four of them were already on a previous console that were ported (laughs) over. So technically, I've only played six games uh, this year (laughs) that are new. So. Uh, mine, mine are gonna be slim pickings when it comes to what I have. So, <laughs> well, that's fine. What is your right. number six? My number six. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let me. I, I have my list up because I, like I said, I only played <laughs> ten. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, for me, um. Uh, Sky Children of Light coming to the Switch. Uh, it was on mobile ple- previously, you know, the year before. But uh, I am, I'm, I was a big uh, Journey um, Flower fan, and I love the music. So that'll be my number six choice. So, all right, Dan, what is your number six? My number six is going to go to Mario Golf, even though it kind of had a weak release, I suppose. Um, Mm -hmm. And it kind of has a slow drip of characters and golf courses. I think we're even getting another update coming before the end of the year. Um, But it's 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 a really good golf game. The mechanics are fantastic. Um, The game is just fun. And I've had like some of my most fun gaming this year has been on Mario Golf with some friends. So um even though it's not the perfect overall game, I'm going to put it at the number six spot. All right, cool. Jacob, what is your number six? Uh, my number six is actually something that I didn't play, but I feel like it would be I would be wrong to put it or to not have it on here, which is going to be No More Heroes Three, which finally nice. Um, I, I really want to get into the No More Heroes series, but I would want to do that by playing one, two, and three in order. Um, so I haven't actually picked it up, but I do know that a lot of people really enjoyed it. And so I feel like it needs to, it belongs on a, on a Nintendo themed, um, game of the year list. 
Okay. And mine is Ghost and Goblins Resurrection. Um, this is the Ghost and Goblin games from Capcom. Like it's an indie, it's a new one in the entry. It is the souls game of my gener <laughs> of my uh of my generation. And I love this hard, difficult game. I love that it kicks my tail. Uh I love the surprise mechanics of what weapon I'm going to get and what enemies are how I'm gonna deal with. The platforming is bunkers hard, and I love dying in this game and trying it over and over. It it's <laughs> really so good in this game. Like I love that it's kicking my tail because I feel accomplished when I make progress. I feel accomplished when I beat a, uh, get close to the boss and beat them, and it just feels so good and relaxing. I I love this. So Ghost and Goblins Resurrection is my number six. We're gonna go to our number five. Shay, what is your number five? Um, let's see here. What do I have on here? Um, I'm going to also say, um, Mario Golf for five here. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it had straight, it was straightforward. You know, it was fun. Um, I liked the racing aspect. Um, I disliked the, um, camera angle, uh, when you're trying to hit it, it was not, as nice as some of the previous installments, it's kind of hard to avoid uh, objects as you're ar arcing it. So I just had issues with it on my end. I don't know if there was a, a way to actually rotate the camera while you're doing it, but I just had problems with it. So Okay. Dan, what is your number five? Um, so I apologize to all the fans that love this game. I'm going to put Metroid Dread at number five. Um, okay. I, you know, I tried the demo. It wasn't for me. I did watch a lot of people stream, um, stream the game. I mean, it looks beautiful. It feels beautiful. Um, it just, it seems like a great game, uh, but just, you know, not for me. So it's not in my personal top three, but it, uh, it just looks like such a well developed and like, you could tell they put a lot of love into this game, so I'm putting it to number five. All right. Jacob, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is going to be Pokemon, or new Pokemon Snap. Um, oh, nice. I really, really liked the game a lot. It didn't quite hit the same way that Pokemon Snap on the N64 hit. Pokemon Snap on the N64 was a lot more uh, puzzle-based. that You had to actually work to figure things out. This one was just more of like a casual ride through Pokemon world, taking pictures of things um, with its own challenges and such, but not really puzzle based necessarily. Uh, but man, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, and I had, there's a special moment involved with it for me as well, since uh, I wasn't originally going to get it. And Ed was like, no, you getting it. And uh, surprised me with it while I was on stream. So <laughs> nice. that was, that was, that was really, that was really, really cool. I put it higher for that reason alone, but there are some games that I just cannot allow to pass, to be passed up. So, okay. Well, my number five is Eastward. Uh, this is a indie game, top down, Earthbound meets Zelda, uh, action adventure game, uh, role playing game. Uh, beautiful 16 bit sprites. I love the music in this game. Um, the story is getting like i'm still playing it because it's getting really good um the, the one of the problems that i have is the hit detection because you're beating enemies with a frying pan and i'm like <laughs> what is this <laughs> but 
playing this game and and enjoying the world, listening to, like I said, the music, talking to characters, and the way that the game is designed. It's so cool, so good. It's, it's I believe, it's a uh, action RPG that shouldn't be missed. So Eastward is my number five. So Shane, what is your your number four? Um, so this is another one that came out on a different uh, platform, but uh, it was uh, Sea of Solitude, the director's cut uh, for Switch. Um, I really did enjoy that. It's another um, indie that's along the lines of, I want to say, Journey or uh, Abzu. Um, you just follow um, uh, a girl through her, uh, I want to say, the trials uh, of her life in, in different um, different formats, basically. But uh, nice art style, great music, good story. So did did it say EA original on it when you played it? Um, I can't remember. It, I played this back in uh, August, July. Yeah, July. Okay. So I can't tell you. All right, Dan, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is actually Eastward. Um, oh, there's nice. not much more I can say about it uh, that you didn't already say. I did end up finish like I, I ended up finishing it. The story was great, and um, it's just any anybody who liked Earthbound or even Zelda, I would definitely definitely recommend this game. Nice, uh, Jacob. What is your number four? My number four is Mario Party Superstars. It uh, it really brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. I've had a lot of fun playing it with my friends, and it it it's done a lot of things right for the Mario Party series that has been ha- having such a very hard time doing anything right for the longest time. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I didn't know that you was gonna cut off like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, my number four is in Jacob Hosh or Horses, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser Furry. This game is amazing. I'm glad they brought it to Switch. And the reason why I love this, of course, Bowser Furry, it is what it is. That's a, that's a real design add-on. Uh, but the, once again, the oh. level design, the music, the platforming. Playing with Dan and Jack when this game came out. <laughs> that was we- a blast. Okay. That was a blast, and we probably each howled and laughed on <laughs> all the times that we was dying to messing up. It was so much fun playing this game online with Dan and Jack, and I think playing it with other people, you just literally enjoy it for what it is. This is still one of the most beautiful games that for the Mario series. I love the music in this game. It's just like I said, the level design is just to me is one of the perfection of a Mario game to me. Yeah. So Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser Furry uh, is number four for me. We're uh, going to get it. To... Oh, go ahead. Real quick, Ed. I'll give you a pass on that because you're giving it, really, you're giving it to Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury is just kind of like, an, eh, it's there sort of thing. Yeah. So I'll give you a pass on that. That's okay. Bowser's Fury is a garbage Mario game, though. <laughs> garbage. It, it's, it's, not, it's not garbage. It's garbage, <laughs> it's, man. It's questionable content. People, are, people, <laughs> are so, people were so hyped for it, and I was just like, are we playing the same game? Like, this is... Oh, it's like the worst parts of Mario. <laughs> well, we're going to get into our number three. Shane, what is your number three spot? Okay, so I played the demo, Voice of Cards. 
So I'm going to have to give that to that. I, I can't give it number one because I haven't played it all the way through, but I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I love card-based uh, games, so. Oh, you you got to play the full game. It's uh, I'm finishing up my review, everybody, and it will be out soon, hopefully. Uh, so you guys will have to read it. it man, the power of this game. Talking about role playing games. So, uh, Dan, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is going to go to Monster Hunter Stories 2. Um, nice. Yeah, it was just, it was such a beautiful game. There's so much to do. The story was fun. Um, it really kind of, we'll get into other Monster Hunter games coming up soon, but um, it, it, it kind of, it kind of like eased me into monster hunter a little bit better. Cause like I kind of got to know the monsters a little better in a uh, genre of game that I love and play all the time. So it was nice. It was just a nice step into the monster hunter series and just the art style, the music, um, the co-op uh, multiplayer is amazing on it. Like, once you get to the post game stuff, um, I, I can't say enough about this game. And, um, I really had a tough time with my top three because I love all of them so much, but unfortunately monster hunter stories three goes in, uh, monster hunter stories two goes in third because it just had a little bit of a weak story to it. So that's, that's it. Okay. Jacob, what is your number three? Uh, so my number three is going to be Pokemon Unite. Um, free to play, free to play mobile game coming to the Switch, and well, it's on the Switch and mobile now. Uh, and I, so I have a weird history with MOBAs, specifically with League of Legends, where like I had to make myself quit League of Legends because it was not good for my health. And oh, uh, man. man, I just, I absolutely love Pokemon Unite. I play it every single day, at least a couple matches, especially now that it's on mobile. Um, I very much get mad at it still because it, there, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just the nature. Thus is the nature of a multiplayer game um, where you're playing against people. But uh, man, that game is very, very good. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where uh, Tencent goes with it and Pokemon Company goes with it. All right. Uh, well, my number three is Monster Hunter Rise. I love this game. The grappling hook, uh, just being in the air, taking down all of these monsters, uh, being mad at some of some of them, but you know, feeling good when I'm playing with Dan or I'm playing with Jacob or you know, just just getting hyped every time I fight a monster and everything. And then even when I die and I get taken back to the cart, I know I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get my revenge. I broke that tail, I'm about to break that neck. And it's just so invigorating uh, <laughs> playing this game. I love Monster Hunter Rise. So that is my number three. We're gonna get it to number two. Shane, kick it off. Uh, number two uh, is Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap for me. Um, I, I enjoyed it uh, with my family. So uh, it was it was fun to play with my wife and my daughter. I, if anybody knows me, I I don't particularly like any games with cameras. Um, but I'll make the <laughs> exception for this because it wasn't like I'm with you, um, Yeah, I I hate taking pictures of video I, games. It yeah drives me crazy. It, it, same. <laughs> so this this was like uh, 
uh, a relaxing, you know, taking a quick snap here and there, and it it was more laid back. So I I really enjoyed that aspect. Um, so uh, I'll have to. I don't know. I I just wish that they. I know they added some content, but I wish they would have maybe elaborated a little more on some of the stuff in there. But overall, it was it was pretty good. So. All right. Dan, what is your number two? So my number two is actually going to go to the same series. I'm going to go with Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. Um, You know, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, the mainline games are the superior form of the games in the series over uh, stories. Um, You know, I got it when it first released, and it kind of didn't catch me that well. I, I knew I liked it, but... I think everything at once is just a little too overwhelming. I came back to it after I played stories and I was hooked to this game. Um, And it plays really well. It looks beautiful. Um, It's just really easy to get immersed. And, you know, the series really shines with the monsters. So um, Monster Hunter Rise is a really well done game. Unfortunately, I don't have any other Monster Hunter games games under my belt to compare it to but um for the switch like it played really well online which is very surprising and um just looked amazing so monster hunter rise you get number two from me all right jacob what is your number two yeah uh so i'm gonna kind of cheat a little bit here and say an honorable mention for number two um in that I, I've never played Diamond and Pearl, so Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl coming out are basically brand new games to me, and I really think that I'm going to love them, um, but I haven't played them yet, so I don't want to actually put them anywhere, but I would put that at number two, possibly, and maybe switch up some other things on the back end, but for me personally, Metroid Dread is going to be my number two game of the year. Um, so happy to have Metroid back and, and seeing it have a successful blooming, uh, game for this, for this franchise on the Nintendo switch, because it just, it really deserves to be a tentpole series. And it is on like a fans of Nintendo type of type of series, but like Mm -hmm. your regular consumer, your moms, your grandmas, your dads and uncles, they know who Mario is. They know who Link or Zelda, if they don't know the name, is. Um, <laughs> but they don't know who Samus is. And I'm hoping that this will bring that to fruition because Samus needs her time in the sun and she gets it so well in this game. All right. Well, my number two is Shin Megami Tensei five. <laughs> wow. Like, it the the animation too that soon you're Ed walking. too soon I'm I'm sorry <laughs> this game is literally addictive and people cannot stop talking about it it's so good yes I only played 45 minutes of it but I I know I'm going to spend four to six hours into this game and plus it's been getting like nines and tens everywhere like people really been loving this game and it's just like so beautiful cussings. Yeah, there's frame frame rate problems, but when the game is in motion, it is phenomenal. So it's my number two. Before we get into our number ones, we're going to get into our honorable mentions. Uh, Shane, do you have any honorable mentions? Yes, Vermin. I love that game. Now that I've played it on my Game and Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I, 
I'd say Metroid. Uh, I have played the demo. It's 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 fine. Um, <laughs> I I'll I'll probably play it eventually, but that'll be nice. my honorable mention. So, all right, Dan, honorable mention. Um, I, I got a whole list of them. Uh, so. Pac-Man 99 was a blast. Um, Game Builder <laughs> Barrage. Game Builder Garage, I put a lot of effort into. I really, really had fun with that. Um, unfortunately, there just wasn't enough people playing it, so I didn't get to play too many other people's games or share my games. Um, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury was a blast. Skyward Sword, um, excellent, excellent excellent port um it was done really really well the game itself just i'm indifferent about it uh mario party superstars and pit cross mega uh mega system <laughs> oh, oh wow shimbagami tensei 5 because i've played it for about 11 hours but didn't think i played it enough to put it in my top six yet <laughs> uh Jacob, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I do. I also have a lot of them. I'll skip over ones that uh, Dan mentioned, but uh, Knockout City was a really cool game. Um, I believe yeah. from, from Epic or EA. I believe EA. Yeah. Uh, that one was a lot of fun. Just a, a neat little take on multiplayer. I really loved Super Dodgeball Advance on the Game Boy Advance, so that was kind of cool getting at, back into that vibe. Um, Bear and Breakfast, a, a really do- adorable little indie game that I feel like needs to be mentioned. I need to get that. I didn't know that it came out yet. I was wondering when it was dropping. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that one, and I think Blue Fire also got a lot of hype. I think that one needs to be mentioned. Um, and then, of course, you've got stuff like, um, so like, I, again, didn't play it, but Bravely Default 2 and, uh, and WarioWare, um, those it's cool to see those series kind of come back i know bravely default had a lot of success on the 3ds and then shin megami tensei 5 because i love atlas they're my favorite developer outside of nintendo uh but um again not played it yet just because there's so many games to play and then an extra honorable mention to uh advanced wars one and two reboot camp you will be missed in the year of 2021 i wish that y'all i I wish i wish that you were with us i was so excited for you to be released before christmas and to go have uh, my very first time with advanced wars was at christmas me and my two cousins all got advanced wars and we had a link cable and we played it like all week um and i was really excited to do that again (laughs) but um it's not happening anymore so unfortunately (laughs) that's that's a crime Uh, but then that just means 2022 is stronger because you got it is you got pokemon legends you got uh Kirby, um, Kirby, Advanced Force One and Two, like you got some heaters coming. So Splatoon Three, Splatoon Three, oh yes. Uh, so well, I don't have any honorable mentions. Uh, so we're gonna get into our number one game. Shay, what is your number one game? Well, it's Zelda, Skyward Sword. So, um, I, I have to do it justice uh, with with being a, a part of another Zelda podcast. So, um, I. I love the 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 music of that game. I like the the updates that they've done with it, the quality of life stuff. Um, like Dan mentioned, uh, there are some things that I don't like about uh, part of the story and part of the gameplay. Um, my big thing is I don't really care for the um, trial tier trials. Oh um, my god! I, I, I just... hated those. <laughs> Wait, why? 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 
they were tedious. They were not They're tedious fun. and not They're fun. They're tedious. Yeah. Um, they felt like filler. They were filler, and there there was no redeeming qualities to them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my big complaint about it. But uh, overall, it's a it's a fine game. So uh, I don't really have any stellar, um, I guess, game of the year for that because my game of the year is for the other uh, console system. So, <laughs> <laughs> which I'll mention in our next round here. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan, what's your number one? All right, you guys are about to kick me off this show, but um, my my number one is going to go to Bravely Default 2. Oh, it nice. is the best JRPG I've played in such a long time. Um, it, it, the battle system was just kind of like perfect. It was uh, every JRPG trope in a story that you could possibly find. Um, the world, the enemies, everything about it just made me so happy i haven't had this much fun playing a game in a long long time i know this game isn't for everybody but for my personal top six this is a clear-cut number one right now awesome all right all right jacob what is your number one so my number one to probably no one's surprise if they've heard (laughs) me at all is monster hunter rise i love the monster hunter series so very much um and to put it in perspective I played Animal Crossing every single day for an entire year uh, in short bursts, sometimes 30 minutes, sometimes three hours, and have totaled 700 hours on Animal Crossing at this point in time. In a span (laughs) of like a month and a half or three months maybe, I got 500 and something hours into Monster Hunter. Uh, um, I absolutely love that game. I'm always looking for a reason to go back to it, and I'm incredibly stoked for the new DLC that's dropping. But I I want a poster of that DLC. Yes, like yeah. I literally want one. It's so good. Um, I think I changed it to my desktop. Um, for my computer, it's man, that's so, so cool, amazing. huh? Yes. Well, for me, uh, it ain't no surprise. Of course, it's Metroid Dread. This cinematic story experience it it gave me the chills it made me jump it just made me drop my jaw that craig fight was just amazing the cutscene actions like mercury's theme cloud on this game i literally was playing it almost every day and at times had to put the controller down and just look at the background look at all this detail and i'm like i I don't know how people could say that they don't like this game or they can't say this game is a beautiful. Like I was just putting questions in my mind and, and everything. Like this is top tier, almost perf- top tier perfection. I gotta say. So Master Hunter, uh, Master Hunter, is <laughs> It's my number one. Uh, we're gonna get into our uh, next list. Uh, we're just gonna read it all the way. So uh, Shane, read all of your game of the year for the Game Awards. All right. So let's see here. Um... Black Book. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of that game. I, I kickstarted it. Um, it's uh, published by Hype Train Digital, um, developed by Morteska Teshka. Um, it's a RPG uh, card battler uh, adventure, um, but it's like D and D. So uh, there is a lot of of words and text and stuff <laughs> in this game, um, but it uh twofold it's uh all voice acted so you can listen to it you can you know punch through it um 
but at the same time, uh, subpar voice acting. So, uh, some of them are good. The other, like the narrator is really good, but like some of the other characters in there are not the best. So, um, that's my number six. Um, number five is Resident Evil Village. Um, that is scary, and uh, I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed uh, playing that. Um, uh, number four would be Age of Empires four. Um, I Age of Empires two is like one of my favorite PC games, so this is a, a nice uh, follow up after Age of Empires three, which was very um, subpar. For, for my liking so um let's see here number three is life is strange true colors um i love the life is strange series so this is another good uh example of uh good storytelling um number two um is uh, what do i got here uh a plague tale so i i downloaded that on my ps5 that is an absolutely amazing game. I don't know if you guys ever played that. I know uh, I, Dave. I played it. Uh, okay, so David David played that, and um, I saw that he was playing, so I, I had to try it out when I got the PS5. It was my first game I played on the PS5, and it was just just such a good story, um, engaging. Um, so if you haven't played it, try it. Um, and then, so my game of the year um, overall is Death's Door. Um, absolutely love this game. This was an amazing game. Um, it's uh, published by Developer Digital. Uh, it's developed by Acid Nerve. Um, uh, it's got good story, good leveling up system, uh, great art style. The uh, music by from David Fenn is amazing. Um, I just I constantly play this. I'm not a big PC guy. I played this on the PC, mm-hmm. and I was constantly on my PC. Um, so, you know, my wife is, you know, hey, come do the dishes or something. And I'm like, well, give me five minutes here. Uh, I'm playing a PC game and she'd be like, PC game. <laughs> so, yeah, um, absolutely amazing. Uh, I got to thank my brother for buying that for my birthday. Uh, you're now my favorite brother out of my five siblings. So you may want to ask them to buy the gig to dress on switch next I Tuesday. Yes. I, cannot yes. I, I might return the favor and pick it up for him for Christmas. So nice. uh, yeah. Uh, anybody that hasn't played it, just go, go play it. Um, there really wasn't anything that annoyed me besides uh, the, uh, the death jingle. Basically death pops up on the screen when you die and it's got this, little jingle and after a while it gets kind of oh please stop uh then i just realized i i have to get better so i don't have to hear it so it's kind of <laughs> what it came down to so um yes try this game um and the only other thing i would hope that they would have did a little more on is the backstory of the crows uh there wasn't really much to why they were there so okay well, Dan, what is your full six game of the year for the Game Awards? It's the exact same six because I have only played Nintendo this year. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, uh, well, that's weird. <laughs> did Jacob, what is your 
six games for a game of the year for the game awards it's also the exact same six because <laughs> i also have only played nintendo this year though i did think i will shout out um i don't even know if it's out yet honestly i played the back for blood beta with my with uh some friends and i really i really liked left for dead so it was kind of neat getting back into that but like i they carried me i suck at that game um but again i you know it was it was cool uh, only played the beta, but I, I could see why people who enjoyed Left 4 Dead would have would have really uh, been to that one. So shout out to that game. But yeah, no, same six. Only played Nintendo. It's a Nintendo podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played like Madden and 2K on other games, but I'm not going to give game of the year to Madden. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the Madden game of the year. Literally. Yeah, it it's, is. It's Madden. It really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my list is number six, the Scent. Uh, this is like a cyberpunk top-down diagonal like rpg on xbox really fun like twin stick shooter um aliens fire team uh played this with david uh got to play more with them and we was kicking tail it's so much fun uh just shooting all of these aliens and just having a blast uh number four is psychonauts 2 a great platforming game uh from uh uh goodness i cannot think of double five on xbox uh great music um great gameplay looks really colorful and psychedelic uh number three metroid dread yeah everybody know why number two tales of arise great Ooh. jrpg oh my goodness this game is beautiful the music is oh the theme music to uh tales of arise is probably the best theme music of 2021 it is so heart pumping energetic and it brings you in the gameplay is phenomenal like it looks all great in, in movement and my number one voice of cards because <laughs> this game is not only is nice. the gameplay fun it's only about 10 to 12 hours to finish and it is funny as ever um, and great artwork, literally great artwork. I'm going to say though, there are certain men in this game that are really drawn, um, designed in certain ways. I would just say that. If you want to see buff men, believe me, <laughs> Square Enix, uh, Yoko Kano really designed these men in a certain way, and it is a sight to behold. I would. Say that. So that is going to be our dogma, everybody. I was going to say, get... just uh, check and uh, look at Laron. That's all you really have to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into playing with power. Dan, where have you been playing with power? Um, I've really been just playing uh, Shimigami Tensei 5. Uh, game is incredible. Um, it's definitely going to crack my top six list by the time I finish it. I'm about 11 hours into it. Um, I just keep getting so, so sidetracked um, with side quests and just trying to fuse monsters and having fun with that. Um, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing lately. I haven't even tried the... Uh, um, what is it? Like the Happy Helper Home DLC yet? Mm-hmm. Um I have it, but I just haven't done it. There's just so much with like the cooking and vines and cool stuff to do on the island. So um, I've been having a lot of fun with Animal Crossing again, the usual pick cross. And then uh, I've been playing Link's Awakening on my Game & Watch. So that's been a blast. I 
absolutely love Link's Awakening, not as much as Jacob, but it's probably my favorite Zelda game. So um, that's what I've been playing. Uh, quick shout out from the chat. Uh, I hope I say this correctly. Ristray. Uh, it's apparently called Paradise Planner is the DLC. Paradise Planner. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shane, what have you been playing with power? All right, so I got a list here. Um, first off, I beat God of War 2018. Um, Yay! Nice. Absolutely love that game. Um, uh, I actually, when I was at uh, E3 2016, it was one I got to sit in, like, uh, like they had a separate room. You could sit in and watch the trailer for the first time. It was awesome. Um, and I also beat, um, let me see. I have it written down here on my list. Uh, in Rays of the Light, um, I played on PS5. It's a short walking sim. Um, nothing, nothing. I want to say that great, but it 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 was fun for, for what it was. So, um, so on PC, I'm playing E Shade. Uh, it's a walking sim adventure uh, art game. I want to say mm -hmm. a collection game. Um, so far, so so good. I love it. Um, on Switch, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion Three with my daughter. Yes. Ooh, fun. Uh, yeah. So I thought, you know, she likes uh, watching me play Mario and some other games. So I I whipped this game out that I got like two Christmases ago, and finally started playing it. Um, and you know, I thought she'd be a little more uh, scared or you know. But she absolutely loves it, thinks the ghosts are funny. Um, and so I'll hand it to her after I explore a room, and she'll walk around and look for, you know, coins and gold bars and stuff. So um, so I'm playing with that with her on the weekends, uh, trying not to play when she has school the next day. So um, that's that's my – well, it's not really my rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, PS5, I'm playing Control, the definitive edition. Um, so ah. I'm about an hour and a half in. So um, that's pretty good. Um, so my my brother came over Saturday night, um, and I I just made a bunch of pizzas, and uh, we um, we hopped on PS4 first, and I downloaded season two for the um, Soul Calibur six DLC. So we played with those characters because it was half off on there. So we played a couple rounds of that. And while that was, uh, uh, while we were doing that, um, on PS5, I had downloaded A Way Out. I'd never played it before. I heard good things. And I thought, hey, what a good two-player game that we could try. So we played from 9 to 2 in the morning, <laughs> A Way Out. And uh, we're about, we're a little over halfway done. So I think next Next, uh, maybe next weekend, we'll we'll finish it up, uh, play that out. Um, and then, of course, I'm playing Link's Awakening and um, Vermin on, on the Game & Watch. So. Nice. All right. Jacob, what are you playing with Power? I've been playing a lot of Pokemon, Ed. I've played Pokemon Unite. Uh, I've played Pokemon Sword, trying to shiny hunt more and having no luck in it. I just have the worst luck with shinies, apparently. <laughs> Did you uh, ever catch the Snorlax? 
the slowpoke you mean? Yes, slow I did. Slowpoke, yes. 4,363, slow 4, because that number will be burned into my brain for the rest of the tournament. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, that's with the shiny charm, which makes my odds one, one in every 1,365. So I was triple wow. over odds. Um, and not even getting into the other mechanics of it. Yeah, no, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, I, I have been playing a little bit of Baba Is You. Um, that's a puzzle game awesome. that had, has a lot to do with like programming language kind of um just a very cool little puzzle game that i play at night uh to wind down weirdly enough and then of course animal crossing i i only have been doing the paradise planning stuff um happy island paradise or whatever uh mm. on streams which i do i do uh animal crossing and chill streams on every thursday um but just like enjoying the the overall all the new free dlc stuff and listening to cap'n every every uh day because i love cap'n and his little songs um there's not as many of them in this one which is really unfortunate i've already gotten repeats but uh but yeah i love his i love his little singing so i always go on his boat every day to enjoy that as a little boost of serotonin <laughs> nice uh well for me um like I said, uh, I finished all the voice of cars. I, I did a replay of it uh, so I, get, I could get the true ending. Um, Shimon got me to say five. I'm gonna play a little bit more of that. Uh, Shoots of Rage four. I've been started on my Shoots of Rage three characters to level them up for the survival mode and I'm um, playing the Legend of uh, Tian Ding, uh, where it's like this Chinese action 2d uh game like beat them up and it's really nice it's, uh i know i've been hearing that it had some problems uh but i haven't experienced anything like it it's a really really well designed game it has a little bit of metroid in it uh uh for it uh last but not least uh I've been playing the second genesis on switch online uh nice. played some more golden axe beat it uh beat the final game i, I beat it before and then played it on the hardest difficulty for she's a race two and then ended up going to hulu and watching christmas movies so <laughs> pretty much that's what i've been playing with power uh but with that everybody that's going to be nintendo power block for episode 271 i want to thank you jacob thank you dan thank you shane we're going to do some quick plugs jacob where can we find you yeah, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Galatrad. That's G-A-L-U-T-R-A-D. Oh. Dan? So, no, it's okay. They stream heard oh. me. Y'all didn't hear me. I was oh. muted on Skype. Technical difficulties, uh, everybody. Okay. I'll edit this <laughs> okay. out. It's fine. Uh, Jacob? Uh, no, no, no. You're good. Go to Dan. Oh, Dan? <laughs> um, you can find me anywhere online at DCDM99, or I guess that's just Twitter. Um, and you can see all of our articles on bossrush.net, where I am a copy editor. Yes, Shane, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at Still Sane Shane on Twitter. Um, also, the articles on Boss Rush Network, and also at another Zelda podcast. Okay, you guys can find me on Twitter at that virtual code. You can check out more of Boss Rush uh, games on our YouTube page, Boss Rush Games. Uh, check us out on at uh, Powerblock Podcast uh, for you know our for our Twitter account. Like hit us up and let's let's suck it up and hit us up also on our Discord for Nintendo Powerblock. With that, everybody have a great week. Have a great weekend. We will see you next time on Nintendo Powerblock. Bye, everybody. Woo! -hoo!
Yeah. Bye.